Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. So there used to be like, or maybe there still is like all this conversation about like when people become grandparents, they don't treat their grandchildren the same way they treated their children. And so then your children are looking at you like, who the hell is this woman? Because this ain't the person who I grew up with. And I remember my mom, you know, being a certain way. And now as a grandma, when she talks about my children, sometimes I'm just like, what the hell do you mean? (laughs) Because... Like, that's not how you were when I was a child. Now, being a grandma, I understand. This weekend, I had the privilege of spending the day with my grandson. And it was just kind of like, I felt like maybe not so much that I wanted to allow him to do things that I didn't allow my children to do, but more so because I have more... Uh, freedom with myself and more understanding of myself I am calmer with him than I was with my own children because you know I had my my children before I was 21 I had most of my children so my stress level was higher and my understanding of self was definitely not there so It was interesting, and also because I kept having children, like, back to back to back, I didn't have the luxury of watching some of the development of my children like I do my my grandchild. So, it was a delight to be able to, like, listen to him try to give me his form of communication and learning to understand how, you know, how he communicates. And I thought that that was a wonderful lesson for me because it, you know, I speak a lot about, you know, communicating and understanding people on their terms. And when you have to communicate with a baby, because he's only two. And so trying to communicate with this, with this young man was a lesson in itself and I I couldn't just make him understand my communication and communicate with me the way that I do because clearly I talk you know in complete sentences (laughs) I try to give clear instruction but he does not have that capability yet and so it was me learning what words he can say and how he communicates with me with when he can't use words. And so I was like, you know, this is a really good lesson for me because I had to, you know, I have to step back, be patient, also keep him calm because sometimes he was trying to explain things to me that I didn't understand because he's a baby and he was giving it to me in his in his way and I he was sometimes getting frustrated with me because I didn't understand some of the things that he was trying to tell me. And so I had to keep calm to try to help keep him calm so that he could 
get me to understand what he wanted me to know. Uh, what else did I do this weekend? I went to go see the movie uh, The Kitchen with T Tiffany Haddish. Y'all know that's my best friend in my head. Summer, don't be mad. You already know, though, that Tiffany Haddish, we about to be chilling with her soon. Uh, <laughs> that's, that is my hope. And my my belief is that I will be able to get to spaces where we will be in the same room and whatever, you know, whatever. But I did go see the movie. I thought that it was really good. It's uh, Jenny McCarthy is in it as well. I thought that it was a really good movie because, you know, we're just so used to seeing both of those women be silly and goofy and... Sometimes even, sorry ladies, but like clownish. But this movie required them to be serious throughout the whole entire movie. It's not a comedy at all. And I thought that these women held their own and they did a pretty good job. The story, I didn't, I felt like I didn't understand the story um, from the trailers that you could see on TV. So I didn't know what to expect when I went into see this movie but I would recommend it to you guys when I'm not giving you a re review I got a whole nother thing to talk about today but <laughs> go see it if you ain't you know if you are on the fence about it I would say go ahead on and check it out because it was a good watch and I had a um, nice companion to go to the movies with so it made for a good experience all the way around that that was pretty much my weekend. You know, I went to church and um, hung out with my family a little bit. I was on this group text with my family, like some family, extended family members. We're all a part of a group text. It's always the weirdest group text. That <laughs> They're just like the weirdest conversations that sometimes I'm just like, why are we all talking about this? But that keeps it a little spicy too. Uh, I hope you guys had a good weekend. It was nice this weekend. There was a little bit of rain, but it was nice this weekend. I hope it was nice where you were. And um, if you did something interesting or if you know something that's coming up next weekend that I should get into uh, or look into, let me know. Shout it out. Send me some messages. You know I'm on these internet streets looking to see what's going on anyway. So, um, we have a small victory that I wanted to go ahead on and report on, which is that the police officer who murdered Eric Garner was fired from the NYPD um, just recently. I'm not sure what kind of package he got for being let go because I feel like they fired him, but you know how there's always like that underlying thing like, oh, but they gave him like two two months of pay still or some crap like that. But I do believe that there was like an investigation from internal affairs or somebody and they even though there weren't criminal charges found, they did find that his conduct was not um, favorable, I guess is the word I'm going to use. So they fired him. You know, Eric Garner was the guy in New York who I can't breathe was the, you know, the term that we got from that because he was choked to death by the police officers, even though he was saying he couldn't breathe, they didn't care. And it was filmed and we all around the nation saw 
um, a black man die on the street unnecessarily. Not that anybody is dying on the street necessarily. I hate that people say that. Let me just say that. I don't like senseless killings because I don't understand what are senseful killings. And I don't like... um, you know, people just saying unnecessarily, like somebody died on the street unnecessarily. I don't know any people who necessarily need to die on the street. But we did watch this murder happen. And, you know, you have to call it a murder because that's what happened. But I guess small victories need to be counted. So shout out to whoever set the ball rolling to get this man out of his job and I hope that somebody is finding out what he's doing now because you know what his next plan of action will be because you know we have a lot of black men who have to suffer for years after they are released from whatever you know punishments that they've been granted by the state and I'd like to know you know what's going on with him I mean I don't ever pray on anybody's downfall or anybody's um suffering but I'd like to know what what he does what he's um going to do next in life um and that's that's also to speak to and I just want to give like a little asterisk on the story the young man who filmed this murder was he was attacked by the police like they they went after him hard because they were upset that he filmed it and so he's in prison right now and I don't know what exactly they got him on I don't know if he had a parole violation that they went after hard or if they gave him some kind of trumped up charges I don't know but I do know that he's not said to be released until um 2019 and I believe he they went after him until they finally convicted him of something in 2016 and so he's been in prison for like at least three years and they have not from what the reports that I have read they have not been treating him favorably I mean can you imagine if you're in prison for implicating police officers in a murder do you think that correction officers are going easy on such a person. I mean, from what I read, that there were rumors of people putting things in his food and, um, you know, letting him be assaulted and things like that. So, you know, keep him in your thoughts and your prayers. And I don't know his his name, but shout out to the family who's holding him down. And um, hopefully when he come out, he's able to get his life in order in a way that will, um, you know, allow him to be effective for other people in their transitions in life or whatever he may want to do. Maybe I'm hoping that he can come, come in. I don't want to say bounce back. Cause I think that that's not a thing that prisoners are able to do, but hopefully he's able to, live a life that is productive when he comes out and speaking of people coming out of prison I don't think that we spoke about this at all but Centoya Brown was released from from prison and that's the young lady who spent 15 years in jail for killing um a man when she was 16 apparently like she was sex trafficked 
she was sex trafficked and I believe that she killed like a, a man who was um like picking her up who wanted to like like a John like you know like for prostitution or something uh, so she has been released. I think she got out August 7th or something like that. Somewhere around there. She got out of um, prison. And so she was in prison for 15 years. She went in when she was 16. She got arrested when she was 16. That means that she spent most this, most of her life in jail. Like Because, you know, from like 1 to... 12 hell you're not even like your you're you, you don't even really are considered to be like your own person like whatever your parents tell you to do is what you do and then you hit like maybe 12 unfortunately and a lot of people's lives like turn around 12 and then you know from like 12 to 16 you start having your own thoughts not that you don't have thoughts before that please don't jump up on me but like 12 to 16 is when kids really start to believe like they know the world so they have like these thoughts of what's going to go on and you know they're still shaping their ideas of themselves and of the world and I don't know why I say that because like child I'm 40 years old I'm trying to figure out myself right now but you know I 16 kids you really thought you do you really thought you knew at 16 and you ain't know nothing but to be sex trafficked while you're at that you know at that age horrific and to have to fight off a grown man and then to not be considered like to the battery or the sex trafficking to not be considered and to go to prison and I don't remember what her actual sentence is but that child spent six 15 years in prison and then to now have to come out to this world like 15 years ago we didn't have smartphones the tvs the wi-fi was um not you know the same thing like there's so many things that that we didn't have 16 years ago that she now has to learn and I don't know if they give you classes when you're in prison which I highly doubt or she's gonna get some kind of programming when she gets out because talk about institutionalized you know and so I just hope that her transition is um, not so complicated, like the mental part of her transition. Because, you know, people going to get her cute and people going to get her place. She's going to have a place to live and she's going to have all that. So speaking of place to live, she has a husband. Now, I am sitting over here with the DMs empty. But since Hoya is already married, like I believe she got married in prison a couple of years ago to a man, of course, who's out of prison. So I th- I hope that you know that you that um coming together in person in physical form is beautiful for her. But I also just hope that the world greets her in such a way that she's able to mentally um handle the the pace of the world nowadays because 15 years ago we weren't the same as we are now I mean my my youngest 
was like three and I know like we were still playing uh snake I believe back then so you know I just hope that there's a lot that's going on and and, and I'm looking forward to um will finding out like you know will she live a life that is quiet and um you know to her person and allow her to just be family with whoever I don't even know you know what kind of family she has but like to be that or you know will she become somebody who speaks out about sex trafficking and all you know all the the battered women and things like that who knows there's so many directions she could go in but shout out to you Centoya because you held out for all these years and you never gave up hope and so we want to celebrate the release uh by now she's out and I don't know what she's doing I um don't even know if there were like news runs or anything because that would be TV and I jump up on the internet. So shout out to her though and um you know read her story if you don't know about it. Read her story and find out, you know, because the the, the things that happen to our young people you sometimes you just can't even imagine how horrific they are. But there's always hope that there's some change. Somebody who spent 15 years in prison, I believe that there's always hope for change. On the internet where I hang out, there is a Red Table Talk forum, okay? And that's where a lot of mostly women, I ain't gonna lie, Mostly women come on and they will speak about their relationships looking for advice from their situations, you know. And after reading a lot of them, and I comment a lot, you know, I give some comments. I try to give some advice to some people. But one thing that I have learned from this is that uh, women seem to be giving way too much trust to what I will call strangers. Like you're dating somebody and next thing you know, they moving in with them. Like there's like, I, like I read so many times and I know a lot of women personally who think that because they know somebody for three months, six months in hell, sometimes even a year that like, this is like you know them like you know everything about them and you just want to just give them all your stuff which is amazing to me because we will go ahead on and hide our passwords we take the phone into the bathroom uh we don't want to give anybody the information to our bank account we don't want to you know tell anybody they child's middle name none of that stuff You will keep sacred and hold close. But your heart and your body, you just go ahead on and just freely give two, three months in. Sometimes, you know, six weeks in. Sometimes two two dates, you know. And then we get upset with people because they not giving us what we want. But... You know, just because somebody take you to a couple of dinners or spend some money on some concerts or something, you know, let you see some of their friends, that does not mean you know somebody, you know, and and, and that's where I think the issue is. I'm not judging nobody who will sleep 
with somebody on the first date. Do you, sis? Do however you feel. But the trust factor is what I'm speaking about. It's like you, a lot of women that I know feel like because they've given their body to a man or another woman that you then believe that, you know, you just trust that that person has your best interest at heart when they don't because we haven't had any real conversations about what our wants and needs are you know if I feel like if if, if I I seem to feel like if a person knows that all they have to do is spend some money on you and you will give up yourself for them then they don't have to work really hard at any of the other stuff if you don't require them to you understand and so there are like just some questions that I feel like we are missing because the password to your heart should not be so easy to access okay and so you know I just want to know like and this is just this isn't for people who are recreationally dating and if you're recreationally dating and you feel like you know you just want to hang out with a couple of people and you want to see what the world got to offer do you but when you're trying to be in a relationship with somebody there like there are is it got to go deeper than just oh we go out all the time we look cute together on the gram i met they um i met a lot of they friends we went to some cookouts over the summer next thing you know he been spending the night a couple of nights he might as well go ahead on and move in he done moved in from some other woman house you didn't even pay attention to none of that like be, and you ain't said nothing and then three months later they cheating on you and you just like I don't understand why would they do this to me because you haven't said that there are things that need to be answered. So I'm going to give y'all a couple of questions that I feel like should be asked. And it, of course, you know, I'm just saying this this is just me giving you what I feel like needs should be some things that should be discussed when you before you even want to like give over your key because like y'all will give keys to people and you ain't even asked them nothing like serious. So here goes some. Let's go. One is, what does love look like to you? Because there are so many people who have not even processed what does love look like. And, and sometimes they have, and what, and what love looks like to them don't ain't the picture that you're trying to paint. But you just decide that they are because y'all look good together or y'all laugh together. Like, sometimes, I ain't gonna lie, some of y'all stuff is like y'all friends, but everybody you friends with ain't supposed to be your your man or your woman like you ain't supposed to be your partner in life you know what I'm saying so here's another question what did your last relationship teach you I think that is such a very important question to ask somebody because if you haven't learned anything from your last relationship you coming over here trying to rock with me ain't gonna be good because you probably gonna repeat some patterns that you've been doing thus far which has landed you you know which which will keep us get us into some situations that you won't know how to handle because you don't know yourself in relationships so I need you to know who you are in a relationship and what have you learned from the last relationship that you were in not what you have learned about the other person but what have you learned about you 
based off of the last relationship you were in. Because you get a lot of people who'll be like, yeah, I learned that that chick was crazy and I don't mess with crazy. I don't want to mess with crazy women. She, she wasn't crazy. Y'all didn't match up. But what did you learn about you? Or what are some things that, what are some takeaways for you that you would like to adjust or even step up based when you get into your next relationship, okay? Um, if you're somebody who wants to get married, you actually want to ask the person that you're dating, do are they have they ever considered getting married? And then if they say yes, then you want to know like is that something that you want to do in in the near future or are you just saying yeah someday in life I probably settle down because you know if you in your 30s or 40s and you're talking to a dude and he's like yeah or even a a woman because let me tell you (laughs) if you're talking to anybody if you're dating somebody you ask them like is marriage in your near future and they like yeah I mean sometime I plan on settling down or whatever you want to know if you're a person who wants to get married in the next three to five years and they're a person who's like man maybe when I'm like 60 or something and I feel like I'm old and I ain't got nothing else to do I'll probably settle down like you need to know that because you don't want to be with a person in hopes that they might change their mind like that is a bad plan and I know a lot of women who are like yeah I mean I know he said that he didn't you know want to do nothing but you know you never know. Don't live your life on a you never know. No. Like, I like no, if, if they want to get married in the next couple of years or not, because you're going to be sitting around talking to your friends like, girl, I don't know why he waiting so long. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, you don't got to have that conversation with your circle. Have that conversation with your partner. That's what you need to do. Okay, here, let's keep moving. You, I... This one for me is very important, and especially if you're dating a man. You need to ask that person, how do they feel about their father? And what role did their father play in their lives? Because you need to know that. You want to know, especially if you're trying to have some children, or if you have children already in your home, you want to know how do they feel about their father, and then what do they feel like the role of a father is? Because, trust me, I know a a lot of people who, because they didn't grow up with the father, have created the an idea of what a father should be, in the house they then have that expectation for the man that they are dating and he may not have that same idea of fatherhood and so if you all don't know what that is y'all gonna clash trust me boo you will clash because they don't you if you're not seeing it the same way child um rearing or raising or however we want to label it raising children will be will be um a battle because you know some people they believe that the role of the dad is to just make sure that the bills is paid and you know not have a lot of interaction where there's other people who are like I want you to coach the little league I want you to take them to take us on family vacations I want you to give pet talks I want you to you know give me an example in your community some you don't know what people expectations are until 
you ask. And these things are not, I don't think that these are things that are up for um, interpretation. Like you can't just decide for yourself what, you know, that, that a person will be what you want them to be because they have some qualities that you like. Here's another one. And I didn't think about this one until I was well into my 30s. But do you know any people who are married? I used to date somebody and um, they had a child. And everybody that their child was around, nobody was married. Like they never saw relationship. They always just saw a bunch of single women who... um never really seem to like be attached to anybody and you can be single don't don't trip and be on here like well what if I want to be single what if I don't want to be I'm not that's not what I'm talking about what I'm saying is if you have never seen relationships in action other than what you see on tv then I need to know where you will how you are going to um what your model of a relationship looks like. And that's just me. And I, you know, I just feel like, you know, because in relationships, kids seeing relationships, and I ain't talking about just got to be a straight relationship. I don't, whatever the relationship is, that's how y'all rock. But what I'm saying is, is have children seen how, how conflict, you know, is resolved because even the person that I was dating at some point didn't want their child to know that we were even dating. So a lot of our conflicts didn't make sense because it just looked like extra friendship. You know what I'm saying? And that just was unnecessary. So like, what do you know? People who are married, if you want to be married now, this is again, let me just go back. If you want to be married and that person that you're dating says that they want to be married, then we want to discuss like, who have you seen that is married? Like what relationships, what did you like about those relationships? Cause you know, back in the day, people would be talking and they'd be saying, like I remember seeing my grandma and my granddad and da 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 and I know some I have a friend who would be like even her parents she would be like yeah my mom used to do and behave and I didn't like that so I I didn't want to be married because I thought that's what a wife needed to be and then after her talking it out and everything it was like okay I'm realizing that 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 doesn't have to be the wife that I am but if you haven't seen any you know where how do you what are you basing your what you expect in a marriage to be that that's a question that I think that we need to ask and we ain't asking because we so afraid uh so since we going on to that since we're at you know do you know any people who are married um I'd like to know do you have any friends who are married or have been in long-term committed relationships and you know because there's people Child, there's some people out there who would be like, she crazy for being with somebody. Like, she could be single, even though that woman is ha- happy. Or dudes that's talking to their friends like, dog, don't, don't, don't be trying to get a 
bogged down with the ball and chain. And like, if you're a person who doesn't respect relationships and I have a friend who seriously said to me one day, like, I don't respect people's relationships. That means that they are, you know, okay with a little cheating. They are okay with people stepping out. They are okay with being disrespectful to, you know, the, bond that people have together like it's like if somebody says oh I gotta go home you know I need to go home my wife with it and they're like oh man you're crazy you gotta go home be with your wife like that's that's mad wow there's people who really think like that and so you want to know are you dating somebody who's like man that whole relationship thing because I have a oh let me tell y'all I have a friend who is dating somebody right now right everything that they're doing is like couple stuff it's like what you would call like the couple stuff but he don't want to be called a couple okay anytime that she says like what are we are we a couple he like man putting all them titles on things that's crazy whatever but then one day she decides to say she's single and he flipped like oh now you single and it's like but you you are not telling like I don't understand what are we doing here because I'm single if you ain't in a relationship with me yes so like what do you feel about relationships because if if you don't respect it I can't rock with you because if that if that's what I want to be in okay I just feel like there's so many of us who are afraid to ask like the real questions And then we get disappointed because people aren't who we designed them to be in our heads. Like, you get it, y'all, and y'all know y'all do this. You get in your head, and there's so many things that you want to say. And when you're in front of the person that you're supposed to be in that relationship with, like, the thoughts are going through your head, but you ain't saying it to them. Because, one, you don't want to rock the boat, even though your boat's unsteady anyway. You don't want to rock the boat. And two, you don't want to have them be like, no, what you want, I don't want, so I'm leaving because some, and I know, and I know, and I know, and I know, but some people will, for fear of being alone, will decide not to say anything about you know, what they really want and what they feel like they really need because they feel like if they do that, they you know, they will come up against opposition. And sometimes people are just like, man, you're crazy. We ain't doing that. I'm not with all of that. And your feelings get hurt. But let me tell you, get your feelings hurt early so that you ain't got too many feelings in the game and you ain't got a lot of pieces to pick up later. I'm I, I just, I'm just saying, like, you want to you wanna know these things. Um, so, you know, I have a friend who will be like, yeah, but what if he don't want to talk about that? I'm like, yeah, but like, it's always his, is he always the lead? Like, can you, you can't ever say, I know you don't really want to talk about this, but I need to talk about this because somebody, you know, a lot of times my, our needs have to outweigh other people's wants. And if you need to have these discussions so that you know which direction you all are going in, if a person is telling you they don't want to discuss that, that means that they are telling you they don't respect your needs and then, you know, you got to evaluate that. Uh, I just feel like we have to ask these important questions to be able to have those 
real deep relationships and no I'm not saying ask all these questions on day one but you could slide a question in every now and then it's not like you got to sit down and have a Q&A right quick but you know you out on a date y'all sitting across from each other looking into each other's eyes the light is dim the ambiance is great or whatever and you just you know say hey um so what you what you um think about marriage? Like, is that a thing that you would want to do or not? You could say like, I'm not talking about getting married today. I'm just saying, you know, like, are are you a person who would want to be married? Or you know, you want to ask them those any of those other questions? Like, so you know, I spoke to my dad today on the phone. What whoop de woo? How you know? What do you feel like? How how how's your relationship with your father? Like you want to slide those questions in somewhere, and we want to do those things before we move people in, or before we pack our bag and move in with somebody. Like know these things before that, so that you're not trying to figure out like how did I end up here? You don't want to be um. Deborah Cox, how did you get here? Because you're like, I don't even understand how I got here when I like I don't even know this person. Because <clears throat> my one of my girlfriends broke up with a, with a guy because three years in, he started talking about, yeah, I wasn't never really in no relationship with you. We was just kicking it. But they was living together. Things have been purchased. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And, but, but she had to look back and go like, I have my kids here. He never really was trying to be a part of their lives. He was really just trying to be with me. He didn't want to be like a family. It was just like, he wanted to have fun. He would say things like, you know, oh, we just need to have some moments. Oh, we're just creating, you know, memories. But she, that's not what she wanted. And I'm not saying what he wanted was wrong. What I'm saying is that that's not what she wanted, but she was too afraid to ask the questions because she didn't want him to say oh well you know I guess we ain't rocking the same way I got to pack up and go but but what happened was at the end of their relationship it got so ugly because they realized they didn't want the same things neither one of them was willing to budge on what they wanted and then it just turned to ugly and that's all could have been resolved had we asked some important questions in the beginning okay so you know I, again, I just feel like if you don't trust a person with the password to your phone, like if they can't see what you're doing on the internet, if you don't trust somebody, um, you know, with, with a key to your house yet, I think that giving them, and, and I also believe that you shouldn't trust anybody with these things until you know the answer to these questions, you know, stop giving out your heart and your body more freely than you would give out, um, you know, a couple of dollars. Cause there's some of y'all who wouldn't loan out $45 to somebody, but you ready to just, you know, give up your heart. And that's not that's not okay I'm not talking about your body like you do what you want with your body but like your heart is very precious to you it should be very precious to you and you shouldn't just give it over to somebody who has not been vetted like they have not been you have not 
asked any of the questions that you need. You have not gotten any of the answers that you need. You, you don't know how long have you been friends with your friends. Like, you know, th certain things that I need to know. Because, like, I, my best friend I've been friends with for, like, 18 years. They She know me right and my other best friends have known me over 10 they know they know a lot about me but there's also some things that they don't know and so because there are some things that they don't know you time helps you to know people or deep discussions not the surface stuff not like oh you've been wearing jays too i love jays like you know i mean i don't rock jays but if that's what you do that's cool, but that's not deep. Like, get deep and have deep conversations before y'all decide to, like, play house with each other. And then you realize, like, there's somebody in your house that you don't really rock with. They disrespectful to their mama or, you know, they don't get along with their family and you didn't know that. And I'm not saying you don't because you don't get along with your family or because you they that person and their their mama don't get along makes them a bad person. But don't you want to know these things before you decide whether or not you because what if you're somebody who really respects your mom and they're like, man, forget your mom to down. And, and now you're now your feelings is hurt because now you got to choose between your mama and, and somebody all of a sudden because they don't have any respect like you have to know some things these people are strangers somebody you know at three months if you if you worked at your job for three months you wouldn't be inviting none of them girls from the office to your house <laughs> like you'd be like i don't know these bras like we can meet out but we got you know we got we give up and we 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 give up too much i think too soon about our from our hearts in hopes of being like look at me like i'm 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 telling you things i'm giving you all my stuff like i'm like i'm i'm a relationshipable right and that's not a safe place to be you need to know what's your love language like how did how do i speak to you dude and i know that that sometimes is not an easy thing to do and most of this stuff isn't that easy but with practice and that's what dating for me i believe that dating is the practice of asking the real questions so i know more about who I really am or who you really are and so we can decide if this is a place where we need to continue or if we need to you know thank you for dinner this concert was great I mean if you want to kick it we could kick it but moving in mm, we can't do none of that no time soon or you know calling you my man I wouldn't say that right now like there you know just life experiences are different and family structures are different and you know ideals and morals are different and we need to be more proactive about finding out where we're where we're giving our heart and who we're giving our hearts to because stranger danger is real y'all and we've, we've run into a lot of danger in the back end because we didn't realize that we were giving too much to a stranger in the front. Yes, you know it. I did watch Ayonla and I watched um, the Red Table Talk. If you want to know what I felt about either one of those shows, you got to go head over to the Patreon page, which is patreon.com backslash 
IJS underscore one seven. That'll be in the show notes. It always is. And <laughs> you can find me over there. It's five dollars a month to listen to the extra podcast. It's not five dollars an extra episode. It's just five dollars a month. I do not get your information. I just get your money. And it is, you know, the year to play to pay the black woman. So I'm black woman. I just want to pay me. Um, that also goes towards the um, enhancement of the show. It goes towards, you know, being able to go to some conferences and things. So, you know, it's not just sitting in the pocket so I can get some ice cream because I'm getting free ice cream right where I'm at today. <laughs> but check out the Patreon page, guys. I really would appreciate it. And look at that. We did another show every week. I am so excited that I'm able to come into your house, your car, your exercise routine, wherever you listen to me. I'm very thankful and grateful for you giving me the time and opportunity. Don't forget to share this with your friends, with your coworkers, with your family members. Put it on your social media sites and let everybody know that we're out here. We can grow this community. Also, I just want you to know I get a little bit sad when we come to the end of the episode because I'm like, dang, we ain't going to be able to talk for a whole nother week. That's unless you go ahead on and hit me on that social media. You know, I'm out here on these internet streets. I'd like to see you out there. I We walking past each other. Let's have a quick conversation or something. All of my social media information is down in the show notes. You guys can just go ahead on the scroll down a little bit, and then you'll see all of that information. So go ahead on and hit me up. Let me know what you're thinking. Other than that, guys, remember, you don't got to take anything I say as fact. After all, I'm just saying.